All right. Uh, we're rolling. How are you? I'm doing good, dude. Doing good? Yep. Face some adversity getting to this podcast, dude. It's been a while. Yeah, two weeks, three weeks. <laughs> I lost the count of it. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, yeah, we've had some, some bumps in the road yeah. to get to this point. But, but here's the thing is I don't think like out of all the episodes that we've had up till now, we haven't had a card like 280. No, this card coming up Saturday. Biggest card of the year for sure. Two title fights on it. The only way this the only way a card this year trumps this card is if John Jones comes back in December, which I'm still fucking I'm still holding on for that. Well, it's Monday. Monday. October 17th. First time recording on a Monday. Midday Monday. Oh. It was a good day at work. How was your day at work today? It was pretty good. Before didn't have, jump into all this. Didn't have too much to do today. It wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad day. We, last weekend, October 15th, or not last weekend, but last weekend when this airs, but um, Kobe came over we were planning recording a podcast that night we watched all the all the fights that night we watched the cub swanson fight jordan wright alexa grasso it's a pretty good card we since he had kobe went hunting that weekend that we took a break and we just failed to do any sort of announcement for that that we were going that we were going to take a break and then we tried to record on saturday and we got set up. We finished the fights. We got set up. Oh, and oh no. I'm getting ready. You know what I mean? Like, I had a nice outfit planned. Like, I, I was ready for it. Kobe looked snazzy. And we start, and he's like, oh, dude, I forgot my tripod. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I got, like, a fucking yeah. stack of movies. Start like, setting up movies yeah, and put the camera on. And so I'm getting ready because he showed up ready. But so I was getting ready. And then he goes, Dude, I forgot the camera. <laughs> and I, and I knew by the way he fucking looked at me that he wasn't even fucking joking about it. No, dude. I don't even know what happened. I thought I'd pack the camera before anything else. I didn't even, I don't know. I don't even know how I forgot the camera. Like, that's when, because when he first got there, I asked him if he had everything in one trip because like I, like usually he comes up like holding everything in his arms and in his hands has two, he has two things in each hand and he's got things shit stacked under his arm but he didn't so i was like you got everything he's like yeah in the duffel bag so i was just like oh maybe he put the box in there but no he forgot the camera and then monday was a better day for the both of us to meet up and, and do this podcast because there we talked about potentially doing a zoom podcast for this week but this card's just way 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 too fucking too big to do yeah. over zoom yeah, too big of a card to do it over Zoom. We gotta respect the card, especially be our first Zoom podcast too. I'm not a big fan of Zoom podcasts either. I know the week before I left, we were potentially gonna do one, but I wasn't super about it. No. We can talk about the last card. I'm just, I'm honestly just so excited to get into. 280 like i've since we started recording like that's like obviously you can see that we're back here in the i forgot to even give a shout out we're back here in the ozark trail oh yeah (laughs) it's been a while we got bob 
Bob is fucking back. He's back, finally. And he's looking snazzy. He got some new sunglasses. He's been hitting the gym. Only doing fucking core workouts. (laughs) Hell on the guy. (laughs) Man, it feels good to be back here. But you could tell, Mm -hmm. obviously, by the decor in the studio that I've been absolutely fired for 280. So... Before we get into all all of the amazingness of 280, we could we could talk about last weekend. Let's, let's start off with the Nick Maximov fight. Remember Nick uh, Nate Diaz's boy that trains with him using that mm-hmm. video of with. So they were talking about Nate Diaz fighting Kamzat Chimaev way before that fight was announced, and um, Nate Diaz was all you know like, like how he sounded, uh-huh. and then he can't goes, understand my, the word. My he boy says. right here will fight him in the and the camera. <laughs> pans over to him and the dude's like yeah <laughs> um he got fucking he looked really good for the majority of the first round and then mm. something happened and he hurt his leg i wasn't sure what it what it was because we were kind of talking during the fight so i wasn't even entirely sure yeah we didn't pay too close attention there was a few good fights that kind of caught our attention that we watched but and yeah jacob malcoon just beat him he didn't the thing is that surprised me a lot is he knew you knew because like when he would walk he was walking like he was like wincing every time he took a step like visually wincing and sometimes making noises when he was doing it and so i don't like malcoon should and the commentators even addressed it too that 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 malcoon should have been ripping leg kicks on that Mm -hmm. leg and it was the back leg so he would have had to have reached in to kick that back leg but and he admitted after the fight that he wasn't throwing him because he just didn't have kick. Like, he's not good with That's his kicks. It's not in his arsenal. Yeah, it's not in his arsenal, he said. But now he's going to have to work on it because he just admitted to everybody that he doesn't have kicks. That's true. So by his next fight, he's going to have to have some kicks at least. Another one that stood out was the Alonzo Menfield, Menfield fight. The light heavyweight fight. We were talking, and Austin looked over, and the and uh, Misha was sitting on his back. Yeah. And I had said yeah. like I've watched a couple of his fights before. Like I said, he was a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Rafael Sunsau beat Victor Henry. Victor Henry was someone that's on the come up. Rafael Sunsau was someone that's been ranked. That's beat some of the best. I think he's even beat T.J. Dillashaw. Let me double check that. Um, the Brito versus Alexander in the prelims. That was a pretty good fight. I think you missed it. What was I doing? I don't know. It was the one where he jumped on his back. I did miss it. I yeah. don't know what I was doing. I might be ripping a piss. Submission by rear naked choke. Rafael Sensao. Um, beat TJ Dillashaw by split decision in 2013, but then lost to him in a rematch in 2016. But you know, I decision. Jordan Wright lost. I believe that was the fight of the night. What? Wright versus... Dusko? Yeah, Dusko. Jordan Wright versus, versus Dusko. <laughs> I really should let you go on that one. No. I should turn you loose on that one. No. Usually I'm the one that has to sit here and fuck up everyone's My last apologies name. to Dusko. I can't say his last name. 
Cubs once, and that was a heartbreaker. He got hit with something that hurt him real bad, and he ended up just falling to the ground. And then yeah. Jonathan Martinez ended up getting on top and finishing him. Cubs Swanson's moved to Bantamweight. He fought there way earlier in his career. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until the broadcast. What did they say, like 2008, something. 2006, yeah, something, something like that? A long I time was, ago. Yeah, I was really, really young. And then to top that card, Alexa Grasso wins the main event. Wasn't the we didn't. Re- I swear, and I'm gonna say this only one time ever publicly. I swear this, and I'm only gonna say this once ever publicly. But I do think the condo that I'm living at is haunted. I'll leave it at that. Um. Yeah. That wasn't the most entertaining fight, but fight. I think my fight of the night was probably the Minifield fight. Yeah, that was a good one. Or and I even enjoyed the Mike Jackson and Pete Rodriguez fight too, as long as it lasted for a minute and thirty three seconds. All right, well, let's just jump into two eighty. Two fucking eighty. Huge card. I'm gonna scroll all the way to the fucking bottom. I'm just gonna work my way up. Muhammad Makayev, huge fucking favor. I don't even know his opponent, Malcolm Gordon. Minus seven hundred favorite for Makayev. He's fun to watch. He's from England. He's been on all of like the Patty the Batty cards. Mm-hmm. Let's see. On some sort of a win streak. Well, he had a no contest in 2021. He's never lost. He's he's eight and zero and zero. It's a big fight. Flyweight too. That's a division that needs people, as we're gonna see. Uh, the fourth fight for. Um. Figueredo and Moreno. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> UFC doesn't usually do nope, four fights. I've never it's, seen one. It's usually even, three fights and that's it. First time ever. I think it's happened a few other times, but it's not not typical at all. The Vulcan Ozdemir and, and Nikita Krylov fight is hella good. That Krylov fought Krylov fought uh, Alexander Gustafson, who saw that fought John Jones twice. Um, and really, he was the first. I think he was the first person to ever take down John Jones. Yeah, it's for a title. Um, he he beat him because because Gustafson went up to heavyweight um, to try that out, and he ended up losing there. So then he come back down to light heavyweight, and then Krylov beat him. So he's gonna fight Volkan Ozdemir, who who just fight someone big. I think Ozdemir might be ranked. Paul Craig, he just beat Paul Craig, and he lost to Yuri Prohaska in Yuri Prohaska's debut. He also beat Alexander Rakic. I did not know that in 2019. That's a fucking fight. That's that's like the start of the big shit. Then we move on to Makamud Muradov versus Kayo Baralo. 
Bro is a fucking beast. He got that huge ass fucking throat tattoo that just rips across the whole middle of his throat. He doesn't even have a picture on ESPN. Be an awful tattoo to get. I imagine. Tattoos fucking hurt. Yeah, he's only lost once in his career, and it was in 2015. Once in his professional career, at least. He's been on Dana White's Contender Series twice, didn't get a contract the first time because of a decision, and then won by KO in the first round a minute 41 seconds in. And now he's 2-0 and with decisions. From Brazil. Then... Fucking Bilal Muhammad versus Sean Brady. I got to pull the rankings for this one. I got to see what this ends up being. Bilal Muhammad towards the top. He wanted to carry in Kobe Covington, as he put it. Bilal Muhammad is five, and Sean Brady is eight. And welterweight. Winner of that. I mean, Gilbert Burns is lined up perfectly for winner of that. I don't know if, if Colby Covington's going to fight Chimaev or not, if Chimaev's not even going to fight at welterweight ever again because of the bullshit he pulled. Yeah, what is he going to do? I saw they said that like, his coach announced that he was moving, and the next thing, you know, yeah, he's, he's looking saying, for a yeah, fight. He's calling for Colby Covington, but his yeah. manager did say publicly that he was going to fight up at middleweight. They, I guess what I heard is that they talked about, or what I read in, Heard was t- that they talked about he wanted to be welterweight, middleweight, and light heavyweight champion, all at once. He was gonna be was, get three belts. That's why. That's why he was starting. Well, that's why he was cutting so fucking hard to get down to welterweight, because heavyweight. I mean, it's a bit extreme. He says he wants mm-hmm. to fight Francis Ngannou, but I mean that dude hits as hard as a car hits you. Blue Muhammad had that no contest with um, Leon Edwards. Beat Stephen Thompson. That one was rough to watch, and then he beat Vincent Luque, which really surprised me on that one. I was I was going Luque the whole time there, and Sean Brady's really bursting, fifteen and zero, never lost. This is a big fight, dude. This this card is so stacked. Yeah, this is a prelim fight here. Yes, like that'd be a that'd be on the main event of a lot of other cards. That could be the main event of a fight night. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Law Muhammad's been the main event of Fight Night. He's no shy to being the main event. Fight can go five rounds, no doubt. Then we go into the main event, the pay-per-view. You got anything to say before we start getting into this? Just, just, just one of these ones that I'm we've, drooling. I'm drooling. I know this one and 281 we've been looking forward to since we started the podcast. We started to talk about them a little bit here and there, and then we got to stop ourselves so that we can talk about them right now. Match number one for the main card, the starter. There was a big discussion on Twitter. I saw that between why, and I I agree, but you got to keep it balanced. Is what I'm gonna. That's my only logic for it. For. Caitlin Chikugian, who's I think ranked like two or three, versus uh, Manan Furiat. Because Bilal Muhammad, like I said, was ranked fifth. Yeah, fifth versus eighth, Sean Brady, welterweight. That's a huge fight. That's why I just said that's a mm-hmm. huge fight. So, 
people were kind of pissed off about it. I've seen TikToks too of people. <laughs> that one guy with the blonde curly ass permed hair. I don't, I don't know his name, but he always just dogs on cards all the time, and he was hella pissed off about that one. But that's a hell of a fight. Chikugian looking to get to the title picture. She lost to Jess Kondraj and lost about lost the title fight against Valentina Shevchenko. Then we got fucking at the light at the start of the lightweight bout. Jeez. Dude. We'll come over that table right now. You're struggling today, I've buddy. Been, I've been kept up alone by myself for f like three days. I'm the dog's ready to come out. Who are the dogs out? You're about to. You're that fucking close, Kobe. Just quit throwing the iPad around and we'll be okay. Real lightweight here. Should it, it's hard to see because it doesn't show champion on the website, but obviously there is a champion. The champion's name is Dubronx Charles Oliver. I I don't believe he's a champion. <laughs> I believe he got his belt stripped from him when he missed weight. I, I think I think that's why number six lightweight champion. Number six lightweight Benil Darius. Versus number nine ranked lightweight Matizes Gamrot. These guys are all both looking to get into the title picture. And in lightweight and bantamweight is murderers real. That's why this card is such like a I don't even know if I can say this, but like a wet dream to me. This card is because bantamweight and lightweight are my both my favorite divisions. That's murderers real right there. I think it's the most athletic and the and the funnest fights to watch mm -hmm. on all on all aspects. So, um. Benil Darius has been on a roll beating Tony Ferguson. He basically popped out that dude's heel and he like looked when he went to the post-fight media after that. He was like, they asked him a question and he's like, before I say anything, how did he not tap to that heel hook? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I heard it pop. And like, if you seen, that's the thing is if you saw him in that Charles Oliver arm bar, I mean, his elbow was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was fucked up. Matisse Gamera is on the way up. Matisse is. He beat Looks Jeremy like Stevens before he left. He's beating Diego Fieria. What were we about to touch on? They're both 5'10", but Darius has got a inch and a half reach advantage on him. Southpaw versus Southpaw, too. Yeah. This one's going to be a good fight for sure. Darius I mean, averages two takedowns, and that's Darius's style is to wrestle, and he averages two takedowns a fight, and Gamera averages 4.83. Who do you got on this? No, let's get back to this. Let's, let's roll back one. Let's get our predictions here. All right. Let's go back we'll to Kagan. Let me see here. Open, I up, don't... open up the... the, the Tell the tape. So it's got both of them and their mm -hmm. stats right there and their height and everything. You got that on your shit? Yeah, I got it. So I don't really know either of it'll, these two. It'll be here. But. So I, you're saying. I what, guess it'll be there. No, it's going to be there. It's, it's going to be there. And you're saying what we're seeing. <laughs> so. We'll take off. You go first. 
I don't know either of these two, so I'm gonna pick the American. Kate Caitlin Chukugan. Chukagan. She from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay, I'm out. I'm also going Caitlin Chukagan in that one. Match four. Benil Darius versus Matizas Gamera. Not the biggest fan of Darius, but I'm gonna go Darius in this. I think experience is what's gonna end up being. I mean, they're well. I mean, they're both pretty experienced. Yeah, twenty-one and one. And Darius only has twenty-one, four and one. Like, yeah. Maybe I'm going four with Darius. more fights. More, more UFC fights for sure, though. I would bet money. I'm gonna go with Gamera. Gamera. Yep, I'm taking Gamera this time. On this fight. Now it's time to jump into the meat and the potatoes. Yep, this, is where we, this is where we get into it, dude. Are you hungry? I'm hungry. <laughs> We've got a little bet on these three fights here. I guess we can. Do we want to talk about our bet and then and then yeah. we'll go into the, to the fights themselves? We'll get in, we'll get into our bet here. Sorry, I just this dog's hungry. This dog real hungry. Um. So our bet is is I was telling Kobe that I I I think fights that I, I really like them like thing like these high level particular fights I would like to think that I'm accurate and so I'm gonna come out here and I'm gonna make my prediction now. On Monday the Monday before the fights on Saturday before October is it twentieth or twenty second? Twenty second, I believe. I bet I said I talked about how all these three people are gonna win, and he said, and this is what he said. He was like, "There's just it's not that simple that three underdogs are gonna win." He's like, "The reason betting odds it, and and stop me if I'm speaking incorrectly for you because I'm polite like that, especially on on the record. So stop <laughs> me stop me if I'm ever wrong here or I'm saying anything not in, inaccurate. So he said it's just not that simple. There's betting odds." For a reason. There's no way that three underdogs in the last three fights are all three going to win. It's just not going to happen. I'm taking Sean O'Malley over Peter Yan. I'm taking TJ Pillaroids over Aljamain Sterling. And I'm taking Charles Dubronx Oliveira, the champion, over Islam Makachev. The fact that Oliveira is an underdog is a piss on, on so much shit in this fucking UFC. I it's it's disgraceful for Oliver to be a fucking underdog right now. I'll agree with you there. I think Oliver is disgraceful that he's the underdog there. He's gonna win that one. I got Oliver winning that one. So who do you have winning the Peter Yan Sean O'Malley? I hate to say it because I want Sean O'Malley to win, but Peter Yan wins that fight. You're taking Peter Yon on that? I'm taking Peter Yon okay. on that. Who are you taking in the Aljamain and TJ Dillashaw fight? Aljamain. Aljamain over, Stern, or, or over TJ Dillashaw? Yeah. You ever watched the TJ Dillashaw fight? No. Especially just, when he was all juiced up on fucking EPO. I just don't, I just don't like TJ Dillashaw. So I got, I got Aljamain <laughs> Sterling. <laughs> he was fucking raging. 
fucking Bruce Buffer be saying his name and he just fucking screamed, bro. And his face <laughs> got all fucking red because he was raged, bro. He was so fucking ready to get in there. And then, of course, Charles Oliver is going to beat Islam Makachev. My official prediction on that one is second round submission. Second round submission. Think? I think submission would be beautiful for Oliver to do up. I think Makachev's that guy, so I think he I, like I think Makachev's up there. He's a top five fighter with his fight style and his dominant fucking wrestling and submission game. He's definitely top five, but I think Oliver. I so I think he'll go more than a round with Oliver. I got a round one submission, Oliver. You do? Yeah. You think he'll do it early? Yeah. Do you think early yeah. or late or mid? Probably late. You think late? Mid, mid to late. Mid I to late hope round. the first round goes something like a lot of. I hope. I hope Oliver comes out on his back like he said he would. He's like, "You want this to be a wrestling match? I'll start on my back in guard." So that would be my like. I would. I'm gonna go because we're gonna record the live reactions to those fights. Hopefully. Yeah, and, we'll get them. We'll get them. And. Um, I hope he comes out like that. I'm gonna go nuts, but I hope he ends up. Islam can't keep him down or can't take him down, and then they box for 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 the at least the last minute, and then they come out that second round, and it's Oliver's game. And he's like, all right, the champion has a name. His name is Dubronx Charles Oliveira. He's not. He's not. He's not the champion. He missed weight. Oh, dude! I would snap his iPad. He missed weight. He's not the champion. Hardly. Why are we using that still hat? Old school shit. Um, what I think happens is they box for the first minute or so. And I think Makachev is sleeping on Oliveira's ground game. Because his coach came out and said that if Makachev wants it to go to the ground, he'll go to the ground. As if Oliveira's not the number one submission artist in the UFC. So I think he sleeps By on far. Oliveira. He sleeps on Oliveira. He's going to try to take it to the ground mid, about mid-round. And then Oliveira is going to end it with a submission. I think Oliveira does it by submission. That was loud. TJ Dillashaj, I mean Sterling. T, or Sterling's been trolling TJ saying like, because I think TJ came out and said he thinks that Aljamain's going to try to make this a wrestling match, so it's going to be one. And then Aljamain's like, all right, I'm ready for my wrestling match. Sterling's a fucking troll, dude. That's the thing is, like, he got in Jan's head so much worse than I ever thought that he was going to. I really like to think that's why Jan won lost that fight, because he dominated. And, and Sterling did say that... Um, that it was his worst performance in that first fight. But I, I think he was just so in Peter Jan's head. Did you see that clip of them seeing each other in Abu Dhabi? I didn't see it. Because that was their both of their last fight, and now they're fighting on the same card. Now, this this card beautifully sets up. It has the title fight for the Bantamweights, and then it has the number one contenders fight for the, ten, for the Bantamweights. If Peter Jan beats Sean O'Malley, he will fight for the title. Against the winner of Aljamain Sterling and TJ Dillashaw. I'm mm-hmm. thinking TJ Dillashaw. Does Sean O'Malley get a title fight? If, if Sean O'Malley here, will 100, I think Sean O'Malley will 100% get a title shot if he beats Peter Young. What's Sean ranked at right now? 13? 13, something like that. 
12. I don't know. It's, he'd, I think he'd have a better chance at it just because he's on the same schedule as the as the they, title no, that's holder. What I'm like he's just, just on the, that's how he's I know on the right because schedule. Because this puts him on the same schedule. Not even on the right schedule. This puts him on the exact same schedule. They fought uh-huh. at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Man, that fight, I'm so fucking hyped for that Peter Yon and Sean Malley. Those are two two of the most high level strikers. Those two and Corey Sanhagen are the are the most high level um Strikers in the division, in the bantamweight division right now, in my opinion, at least. Do you think the winner of Darius Gamera would have a shot at the title? Because they're also on the right schedule, but they're kind of. I think if it's a good fight, thing if you, if they like, get a good win. Here's the thing: is Darius has been that guy that's just kept fighting. Kept he's been the Leon Edwards of the lightweight division recently. He's been that guy that that should probably fight for it. But will he? If Michael Chandler beats Dustin Poirier, will he fight for it? I wouldn't hate to see a rematch between Charles Oliveira and Dustin Poirier. But wait, I actually saw something today. I got to check my camera roll. It was a thing from Dana White. Dana White confirms in an interview that Alexander Volkanovsky will receive the next title shot at the lightweight championship, and the winner of Sean O'Malley versus Peter Yan will get the next title shot at, at bantamweight. Oh, okay. So Volkanovsky versus the winner of Charles Oliveira and Islam Makachev—that is a huge fight, too. So no, he won't. Maybe Michael Chandler fights um, Dariush. Or Fazeev. Fazeev and Chandler would be fireworks. That would be that oh, that would be a good fucking fight too. <laughs> that's two eighty one. We don't gotta wait that long for the next Chandler fight. No. We got we Versus got, Poirier, dude. Oh my goodness. Especially after their Ariel Hawani interview. Oh my goodness. Dude, two eighty one's good card as well. I'm excited to see as we fight. I'm hyped for that. We wanted to go to that yeah, so bad. We were, we, try, talked, we were trying to make it work. We looked at budgets and everything. We we really did try to try to go to that, but Madison Square record, Garden, records, bro. We're gonna go to one of these cards here in the next year, year and a half. One of these super cards, and we're just gonna make a huge like video out of it to put on YouTube. Just like the whole trip, just everything behind the scenes, because not a lot of people get to go to UFC fights or, or don't even want to, because they don't really get the experience that goes. And being there alive, especially like, dude, you couldn't pay money to get the feeling of that stadium that night when fucking Leon Edwards knocked out Kamara Usman. No, that was insane. Top two upsets in UFC history, no doubt. In my mind, no doubt. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, but biggest upset I've watched. But it was. Because that fight was Usman's. It was over. It was Usman's fight. He won. It he was. won already. Yeah, he was dominating for the most part. Except Besides the first round, he was dominating. Well. Are you worried about Sean O'Malley going on a slide after he loses this fight? 
He's not gonna go on a fucking slide, you absolute dunce. You retard fuck. Well, I don't know. He's a poor loser about his last loss, dude. He didn't. He, he could go on a slide. He lost, yeah. He was. Well, he's undefeated, but he lost. How can you be undefeated and lose? Dude. I don't I don't have a fucking chemistry degree to go into the fucking science behind all of that, but it's, it, he does. It's factual. I believe, something like that. I don't know. Dude. I'm seeing something here that we have to we have to touch on here. Hmm. PFL has announced another fight for its November 25th event in New York. Newly signed female featherweight Aspen Ladd. <laughs> We didn't even get to talk about that. That was the, that was the podcast missed, that we went we didn't record. Missed fucking wait again, and then yeah, gets we cut. touched on that. And then I don't think we touched on her and Sarah McMahon getting cut. I think we we touched on Sarah McMahon getting cut and signed back, but then she also when Aspen Lag got cut, Sarah McMahon got cut again. Unless you're. UFC roster watch was on some weird shit. Could have been. Could have been. You know, because that's not official official. I mean, that's just my source. But, but I just had to touch on that. Aspen so we can get Aspen in every episode. Yeah. You got to think for Aspen <laughs> No. Have you looked at her? No. She could beat the fuck out of both of us t- at the same time. No doubt. I don't have to look at you. I don't know. Maybe unless she just got done cutting weight, bro. Like, if we get her right after she gets off the scale, we had a chance. Yeah, cause she'd be Look dead. She'd be just about dead. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> Fucking dapper. Built right. Except mild bitch tits. Love handles, but that comes and goes. All right, so I got some questions for you now. We've kind of covered all of 280, and that's basically what this podcast is going to be about, but I've been sitting on some shit. You're going to try to embarrass me because of what happened last episode, huh? No, I'm going to put you on blast hard. Yeah, because of what happened last episode. What did you score on the ACT? 28. What did you really score? 28. One time or two times? How many times did you take it? Once. Doubt it. Took it one time. You were a fucking nerd in high school. Took it one time. What fight are you most excited for this weekend? And are you coming to the official watch party for the Deseret MMA podcast? Yeah, yeah I'll be here because we got to record a podcast after. What fight are you most excited for? Probably Peter Young versus Sean O'Malley. I'm excited at the end when you're going to be handing me a $100 bill, bro. Make sure it's a crisp one. I pay with Venmo nowadays. No. I'm going to need cash. Where am I going to go get cash at fucking 9, 12 p.m.? Go get it tomorrow, dude. Tomorrow? Yeah. Have it ready for me on Saturday. And you as well. I don't want no fucking 420s. I I want straight... Chris $100 bill blue I want it to be blue if it's not fucking blue and it's a little bit wrinkled and shit I'm giving it back I say I want it crisp mail it to me $25 bills <laughs> I'd hit you so hard no you're getting $25 bills alright what fight are you most excited for oh yeah you said that so 
So you picked Peter Jan. What what way? What fashion and what round do you think Peter Jan wins? He's gonna get knockout, dude. Knockout or TKO? Knockout. Bro. Walk off KO. Because like KO is when you hit him and you don't hit him again. TKO is when you hit him when they're on the ground again. Probably TKO then. TKO. TKO. Third round. Third round. Third round. What kind of shot do you think drops him? I don't know, dude. Maybe like a. Probably something he's never been hit with. You think? Is he re- well, the thing is, he's really never been hit all that hard. Never been rocked. Never been dropped. Says a leg kick, but shit happens sometimes. You know, I don't know, dude. He's just going to get punched in the head pretty hard and go to the ground. Like, similar, like, when we go at it. Right. But for you. Right. Whatever you say, buddy. What? What What do you, th- what, what do you, th- how do you think this fight's going to end? I have such respect for both of them, so it's hard for me to even say. I would, I, if I was betting money, probably TKO in the fifth round, fourth round, but... I would I I would not be surprised at all if it goes decision. No, I'm going decision. I'm going official prediction. Three. I thought it was five round fight for a minute. Three rounds. I'm going decision. It'll be a decision. Sean O'Malley twenty nine twenty eight. I think Peter Jan takes round one. Because Sean O'Malley looks slow in his last two fights in the first round, so much slower than he usually has been. All right. Fair enough. I'm going to ask you again because you lied last time. How fucking tall are you? Like 6'5". Six, six, <laughs> we just measured it the other day, dude. We did. With a tape measure. I'm not even lying, guys. He looks short on camera, but this dude's at least 6'9". 7 foot, potentially. No. Not potentially. Not even You walk close. in and go, I'm Groot. I'm Groot. No. That doesn't happen. Who's one fighter that you dislike to watch? That I dislike to watch? Or you just dislike, I guess. TJ, Make it less personal. Huh? TJ Dillashaw. Why? I don't know. I just don't like him. For no reason in yeah. particular. You just don't like him. Have you ever watched a fight of his? Mm, a couple? Maybe a few. All right. Still like him. Well, this weekend is going to be an absolute fucking blast. I'm so excited for it. I've been waiting since we started this podcast for this for this card. Yeah, it's going to be a huge card. Catch the breakdown next week. Catch the breakdown next week, guys. And don't sleep on it. We apologize for missing the last couple of weeks, but we're back into the regular swing and we'll be much better about at least putting something out if we're taking a weekend off and not leaving you in the dark. I am your host, Garrett Kimball. Of course, I'm joined by the somewhat lovely Kobe Mooney. Just kidding. Of course, always the beautiful, long-haired, majestic beauty and the beast inside of both, best of both worlds. Hannah Montana style. You basically do live a Hannah Montana style life. What do you mean? 
It's because I have long hair. I live on Hannah Montana no, style life. The way you actually live your life. But this is the Deseret MMA podcast, the number one Utah based podcast in all of Utah. And I put that. And if you disagree with that, anyway, come see me. But, anyways, thank you guys for watching. And we'll catch you guys next week with a breakdown of 280. That's the pod. <laughs>